The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. There's the whole work-life balance, and I think it's a facade. And I'm going to launch into why I think it's a facade because I feel like you can't do all the things 100% because you're just going to fail at something and then you're going to feel bad about it. And then I look at people like you, you seemingly have your life together. Now I see this on, you know, social media and I talk to you and I know that that's not like, you know, it's not perfect and you, you don't always have it together, but I feel like you've got a pretty good balance and I don't know how you do it. Oh, it's, I love that you think that I have a good balance because it means I'm fooling everybody, even the people <laughs> who are closest to me. I promise you that I am like the furthest thing from it. Um, I can't set and follow priorities. I don't respect the limits in the like the time and the appointments that I set for myself. And I have a habit of being on my phone around my kids, which makes me feel inter- eternally, um, you know, like a failure. So most days I get, you know, dinner on the table in some way, shape or form. And some days my husband like today reminded me like, look, we still have leftover cold pork in the fridge. And so if you can just do a dinner around that, that's all that we need to do. So I need, I have somebody in my life who kind of lowers the bars that I set and reminds me it's okay to step over them instead of hurdle over them. And I think that is very, very important as well, because you're right. The work-life balance is a facade. It's bullshit. And even more so than that, like we just, especially as moms, have to understand that we cannot be 110% all the time for everything, or we are going to burn out so fast. Like, it's just not possible. So thank you for thinking that I have my shit together, but I do not. Well, and thank you for being honest and saying, no, no, I don't. And we all know, I mean, I think most of us know at this point that social media is like, oh, I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to look so great. But I mean, I, and I will tell you, here's why, here's part of what had me thinking about this is that, you know, I have, I only have two kids. You have three. I only have two. They go to preschool three days a week and then they're home with me the rest of the time. I have a husband who travels. He will be gone five to six days at a time. So my husband does not come home at night. He does not help with dinner. There's no tucking in of kids. And when he's home, he still has to do a lot of work. So I still do the dinners and the tucking in of the kids and the bath time and all that other stuff. Um, I also am kind of his assistant because if he's gone for two weeks straight and he's on the road, somebody's got to re-register the car. Somebody's got to do it. So that falls on me. Um, but I was like, you know, I really want to show my girls that mommy's work too. So I took a part-time job where I work five to 10 hours a week and I have different projects that require, you know, maybe five to 10 more hours a week. Some weeks I work five hours, some weeks I work 15, whatever it varies. Mm -hmm. Um, I started that in October. I don't know. And I can tell you that stuff started falling through the cracks not long after that. And, you know, you added Christmas in and then you add in, you know, birthday parties and, you know, somebody passes away. So you didn't think, you know, all this stuff that you don't necessarily add in there. And it came to a head and we had a conversation and I'm like, okay, things are not going as well as we normally function. And my husband was like, yes. And 
I need you to figure out what you want to do. Do you want to put our kids in preschool full time and go work a job and, you know, go do that? Or do you want to just not work? Because the small amount of money you're getting from these jobs that you're doing piecemeal is not enough to equate the stress and the things falling through the cracks mm-hmm. that is making our house basically fall apart. Not that he's saying it's my fault that it's falling apart. I'm the one saying those words, but that's how it made me feel. And that's how I've been feeling. And he was like, you know, poor guy was probably like, I don't want to say anything. She's going to get all mad. And I did. <laughs> and I'm like, how do people function? Like, how do you, how do you put dinner on the table? How do you get them to the doctor? What happens when they get sick? You got to go to work. You got to function like a grown up. I don't know how you do it. Right. No, and and if I ever had answers, I would absolutely let you know, but I don't have those answers. And I think I'm also at a point where I'm like, that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. As you know, I consult part-time. There's air quotes in there, people. There is, sorry, air quotes, part-time, right? Which is true. I have a relationship with one of the most generous bosses I could ever hope to work for, we are all 1099 employees, so I work 20 hours a week, give or take, with them. Give or take 80 hours a month with them. And so you would think, like, 20 hours a week in four to five days a week, my kids go to daycare four days a week, my son is in kindergarten. Like, so surely I could carve out that time, right? right on paper. On paper, absolutely. On paper. And then that's before I do, you know, any other passion project things or things I like to do, like pursue a speaking career, which is something that I took up a couple years ago as like something that I would like to do rather than give up five or 10 more hours of my week every week to take on other clients or other side projects. I, I pursued speaking as kind of that thing. I pursued event coordination or management as kind of a side project. So in theory, I have 25 to 30 hours a week of work that I should be accomplishing every week, whether I'm at home, whether I'm on the road, whatever it is. But that does not take into account the, the line that you try to step when you're like, or you're, you're towing when you're like, I work part-time and that's in your head, right? I, I work part-time and then I have kids and it doesn't matter if they're in daycare because I go to a, a co-op preschool. My, my daughter goes to a co-op preschool. But you so, kind of go to the co-op. But I have to go to co-op. I kind of have to be there too, right? So it's, it's pick up and drop off two days a week, but it's also one to two parent help days a month, right? So that takes out a whole chunk. Then there's kindergarten. You know, I don't volunteer in the class except for like classroom parties and things like that. I try to make it for those things. I'm missing a PTA meeting while we record this and I have a little bit of guilt, but not really any shame um, because I'm the only one that I'm the only parent that goes. You made the distinction on that. That's nice. Uh, I'm the only parent that goes to a PTA meeting that's not on the PTA board. So I realized quickly, like, what am I doing? This isn't necessarily, I'm either in or out and today I'm out. Um, And like, and then in between, there's different drop-offs, picks-ups. You know, my haircut five times a year always ends up falling on the most inconvenient week. Um, any travel I do. So if I I know in the heart of hearts, I have to be way more disciplined than I am now about my work time. And it's actually one of the things that over the 40 days of Lent or, you know, we say New Year's, we say Lent, we have like all of these like start and stop periods. I don't care. Do it tomorrow. Just say tomorrow I'm going to be intentional about my time and I am going to say no. Or I am going to tell my kids that even if they go to school in their pajamas, we are leaving the house before eight o'clock 
because that's what I need to get those things done that I've committed to. And I need to give myself space to not just get the work done, but to also have the semblance of me time to like get the dishes done, to figure out dinner. And so one thing- But that's not even me time. That's just getting shit done. Right, that's that's household time. That's not even self-care. Let's be clear about that. Dishes are not self-care. No, but dishes, my husband does. I said, you speak my love language. And he said, what's that? And I said, dishes. Oh, I dream of that. Oh, good Lord. But I speak his love language. I cook. So it works, you know? Right, right. That's a, and I, I always feel for you. And and then also the converse of that is I've been gone for six days, right? I left Thursday, we came back Tuesday and I say we, cause I took my daughter, but, uh, my husband was here with two kids. So I wasn't even here and I'm working at weird hours. I'm working like, you know, 10 to midnight central time to get stuff done. I'm working on the plane while my four-year-old sleeps next to me. She's three. What did I say for? She's, She'll be four eventually. She'll be four in a couple months. You know, so she's sleeping. So I'm grabbing an hour to work. I'm answering emails on the phone. I'm, I took a bus from Dallas, from Fort Worth to Austin solely so I could work for three hours with Wi-Fi and quiet, right? Yeah. And so you have to do what you have to do. You grab it where you can. And you're right. That's not self-care. But for me, in a way, the achieving like success through my work, mm-hmm. achieving recognition, getting stuff done, doing it at a very high level, talking on stage, whatever it is, meeting deadlines, pers- getting freedom to pursue the things that I want to accomplish in the world. Mm-hmm. That is self-care to me on some level. And that's because I'm wired like that. Right. Some people it's, it's art. Some people it's art. Some people it's making clothes. Some people it's gardening. Like those are ways that they express self-care and achievement yeah and i know that they're not the same thing maybe we shouldn't think about them like that but um you know that's definitely so i have to carve out time and be very strict about the eight to five or whatever it is and say no to the shit that comes up in between even if it's saying no to a classroom party even if it's saying no to grocery shopping in quote unquote my work hours because if i'm not disciplined about those like you said my house is going to fall apart yeah and I, I can feel the cracks. I can feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. My husband sees it too. And, yep. you know, like you said, like we have partners who see that. They can, they can read into it and they can try to make it better or force us to lower the bar mm-hmm. um, to a way that still like we're still achieving. We're still doing things, but in a, in a way that's more manageable. And thank God, because if I didn't have somebody else like that, then I don't know what kind of speed I would be trying to, to run at. But here's, so here's the other thing. And I, I'm with you on the lowered expectations because while my husband travels a lot and he, his love language is food as well. So he just wants me to cook him a home cooked meal that doesn't taste like crap. And that's, you know, semi-healthy for us, but he doesn't care if my living room is clean. When we go to bed, he doesn't care how clean my house is. He never, I've never heard him once ever say the house is a, is such a mess. Never once. So I, it's my level, my expectation <laughs> that I'm like. Your husband's the realist. He's like, look, we got two little people here. Right. Which There's is always going to be something to step to on. It's a blessing to me. But what I want to talk about is the guilt that's associated with oh. us not getting all these things done. Preach, sister. Supposed to. And I'm doing air quotes in the most sarcastic way possible. 
Because it's a very ranty version of us today. We're kind of, I think we're a little bit hostile, but we still love everybody. Yeah. We love you. We just also love the ranty parts of you. Yes. Yes. But I mean, it's true because I feel like every mom has guilt of some sort. And I saw this meme somewhere on Instagram today and it was like, hey, PS moms, Working moms and stay-at-home moms all love their kids the same. It is not a competition of who can do more, who has more stress. Everybody has different amounts of stress and different, you know what I mean? But they're, the thing that I find that I run into with every woman I talk to who has at least one child is the guilt that comes along with not doing the shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. I should do the school party. I should do the PTA meeting. I should have the six loads of laundry all folded by the time my kids get home. Well, you know what? Not always going to happen. You know what? What if we just decided we were just going to Marie Kondo the shoulds out of our life, right? Like write them down, look at them. Mm-hmm. Circle the two or three things that are most important to you or your family mm-hmm. and just put the rest aside. I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm probably like your husband in that if there are blankets strewn about the living room or whatever, like, like when I go to bed, it's not going to prevent me from sleeping. Right. So I, I have like kind of that filter, but there are other things like me cooking dinner or not. Like I have guilt if it's a pizza night, if it's, not really a leftovers night. If it's, you know, if it's something where it's like, it's costing us money because I didn't, because I didn't take time to do, you know, to get dinner on the table or I forgot to take out the meat. Like there's a lot of weight there and, and it doesn't have to be dinner or laundry or whatever. It's, it's whatever you put on your shoulders to say I should do, but freaking like write it down if you have to, but then really think about, is it worth putting that on you? And, and carrying the actual physical manifestation of that stress and that guilt and that ownership and look around, like, where can you do things? You know, where I'm fortunate, and I, we, I don't know if we talked about this before, but in, in where you get your help, right? So I pay right. for things that I, I, I simply cannot do or put time towards. And one of those things is cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. I have a housekeeper come twice a month, like every other week. I will do a lot of things before I let her go, right? Like financially, right. I will make a ton of financial sacrifices before I ever have to cut her out of my life because, and one of the biggest achievement hurdles would be is if I was making enough money that I could bring her in weekly because it would just create so much freedom in my headspace. And I love walking into a clean house. Mm-hmm. I hate actually getting there. Yeah. And my kids are not old enough right now to do the chores to the level that, that would expect. And I remember we had three kids at home. My mom, every Saturday, we had the chart chart. It rotated. We knew it was expected of us. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt that my kids, when they get there, will be able to do those things. It's just that in this season of life, I'm going to spend the hundred dollars every two weeks. To- because that gives you the gift of time. Oh uh, yeah. Buy time. I mean, yeah, you use that time somewhere else, but that's making dinner. So you don't feel the guilt of making dinner. That's spending 20 minutes to play Barbies or puzzles or whatever, or going out and playing in the snow. It gives you, it gives back to you. So Mm -hmm. it's totally worth it. And I get that. I so get that. Right. Do you have anyone, and you have me, obviously, but do you have anyone in your life that holds you accountable that you can go to like a small group of people or a single person that has like kind of a, this mom life balance that you can go to? 
I don't know anybody that has a good balance per se. And that's why my village, if you want to call it, call it that is so perfect for me because everybody offers a different perspective. Everybody has their own level of hot mess momness. And the people that are in my circle are honest and real about it. Like, you know what? Today, the baby pooped all over me. I haven't gotten out of sweatpants. I'm lucky if I'm going to get in the shower today, but you know what? It is what it is. And I think that that's, that's important for me because I don't want to promote the facade of, Hey, we've got it all. We can do everything on some days. I'm a kick-ass mom. I play Barbies. I got the laundry done. Everybody has a yummy dinner. It's great. You know, my husband will read to the kids while I clean up after dinner. It's fantastic. And I'm like, Hey, we did it the next day. Maybe not so much before we even get out the door. We got two meltdowns and a spilled cereal. What are you going to do? I mean, that pretty much sums it up right there, but I'm glad that you have someone to go to. And I mentioned this before, I have like an online like mommy group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And certainly I think you and I are both passionate about creating a space mm -hmm. where moms can come and be part of this and how that manifests. We'll figure out um, once we have time to do that. Right. Um, but I also found that like for a specific thing um, or a specific group of people, we've created like a small mastermind or mm -hmm. our, our own accountability group to say, you know, in theory, we, we talk on Mondays and, um, and say like, here's what I'm working on. Like, what are my challenges? Here mm -hmm. are the things that I want to accomplish by Friday. And I'm speaking mostly of kind of the professional, um, sure things like the work stuff, but it, I think it also works for career too, or sorry, career and personal yeah. to say like, here's like, and it's just one, one or two things where I could focus on for the week. Here's by the time we get to Friday, I want you to remind me that that's what I had to get done. I need you to hold me accountable mm -hmm. for those things. And so I have a small group of peers that we were all in speaker, speaker training together. And those are my people that I go to, to say, and sometimes accountability is, Hey, I need to rehearse this piece. Hey, I want to, you know, um, to, to apply for two more speaking gigs or whatever. And sometimes it's like, look, I just don't want to get fired this week. Look, yeah. I just want to make it through the week and, and be in a good space when I get out of this. And so it's, again, it's okay. And those people, they don't necessarily lower the bar for me, but they also make sure that what I'm trying to be accountable to is mm -hmm. specific and achievable in the amount of time that I've set for myself. So maybe it's not, Hey, I'm going to launch a whole new website in right. a week. It's, I'm going to write the copy for these pages, or I'm going to find someone to help me build that, or I'm going to focus on my videos this week that all kind of play back into that larger. So again, from a mom perspective, that can also be, Hey, I want to catch up on laundry, or I want to make sure I've, I've spent some quality time. I've taken a bath this week in addition to my showers. Right. Right. Or how can I hold you accountable? Plan. I yeah. want a meal plan. I don't know how to do that. I think somebody suggested it to me or even, I mean, cause it works for, it works for professionals. It works for weight loss. Yep. I mean, you have to have, especially, especially if you don't have good friends or family around you, you need to have those people online because it makes you feel less alone. And you're right. It holds you accountable for what you want to get done. Cause sometimes we just can't hold ourselves accountable. And by the end of the day, you're just too tired. Right. I agree. So maybe that's the goal of having a mombuns.life group of some sort. I like that. Uh, is, is to have that and, and to put that in there. And so part of it is not just supporting each other, but creating opportunities for, for women to say, I need to be held accountable in this part of my life in these few days. Um, 
and as we're building community, I think that's a really great way to do it because you become cheerleaders of each other and champions of each other. So uh, certainly um, stay tuned for more information about that. We'll figure out how to get that up and launched and where you can join that. And But let us be our be your village. If you, I mean, whether you already have an online group or not, I think I belong to like six of them. I'm sure you belong to more than two. <laughs> so I think that that's really key. So, you know, and let us know, let us know what you want to talk about. Let us know what, what matters to you. Let us know what you want to hear about because Lord knows we'll talk about it. Right. So find us on Instagram, mombuns.life and slide into our DMs. Trust me, they're open. Um, <laughs> Um, and whether, you know, whether that group manifests in Facebook or on our own website, we'll find out, but, uh, we'll figure that out and get that to you in the show notes, or I'm sure you'll, you'll hear about that soon. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, find a village, find someone who can hold you accountable and it's okay, ladies, to lower that bar. Yeah. It's okay to step over it in certain, certain instances, and we will still be there every step of the way to cheer you on. Even if that means somebody saying to you that you don't even know saying to you, you know what? You don't need that guilt today. Tell me the one thing that was good about your day and we're gonna focus on that instead. You need people to be your cheerleaders. So let us do it. We're here. All right, until next time. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.